QR code to start boating. Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Joan Pettit. I'm Jeffrey Straw. We're broadcasting from Salmon Street Fountain here in Portland, Oregon, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. This is the show where we bring you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. We cover bicycling, trains and transit, infrastructure adventures, and today we're here watching people scooter about, watching people bike town about, and we're on a mission to ask anybody who will talk to us what they think of the bike and mobility share programs here in Portland now that they have been around for a while. Stay tuned. I'm standing here with Guthrie on Burnside Avenue seeing if he can unlock his bike share bike. How's it going, Guthrie? Not very well. (laughs) It's not going very well at all. (laughs) Once we can unlock the thing, then we'll see if... uh, we can fit our mammoth suitcase recording studio in the bike town basket. Very exciting. My reservation. Oh, so <laughs> now my ride is reserved. You just reserved the bike you're standing next to? Apparently. <laughs> uh, it, it's, un, it's, it's thinking about unlocking. It might unlock. Does the bike have power? Uh, yeah, it says it's got 18 miles of range, but um, the timer's at like 20, 20, half a minute, um, and it is still unlocking. I've, I do have signal this time, and so it's spent about a minute trying to unlock so far. We're at 40 seconds. I'm sure the audience is very uh, just this thrilled. This is drama. Dramatic. <laughs> uh, and you've used this system before, right? Yeah, and on, to be honest, this is the first... Well, not the first. Certainly not the first. But this is giving me more issues than it usually does. Um, one of the things with Bike Town is they really try to push their memberships on you, and I'm kind of wondering if they just, like... Oh, oh, it, it, it disappeared. Okay, well, um, I guess we go have to walk uphill because this bike no longer exists on Bike Town's uh, app. The bike no longer exists. Maybe it is out of battery then, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't is know. Is that you? Well, we don't know. Okay, goodbye, bike. You're not really here. We're going to go find the next Bike Town bike. All right, so we have found Bike Town bike number two in a bike rack. Oh, interesting. Next to, like, another e-bike. Hmm. Like a private e-bike. I scanned and it did something. Oh, it says unlock, secure cable lock. Okay, we're going downtown. <laughs> we're doing it. <laughs> well, we are just about to the waterfront and, um, you know, technically scooters are not allowed in parks in Portland. And uh, I think we're gonna see a few of them tonight though. So our recording equipment has made it. Oh, there's a light. Okay, we just rode, how many miles is it from? We just rode uh, down to the waterfront. Uh, Guthrie rode the e-bike 
and he's gonna tell us. Oh, I guess we have to go lock it to the stable. So on these, if you, I think if you don't lock it to the place it tells you to, it charges you an extra dollar. The bike is locked. All right, ride ended at Southwest Salmon at Waterfront Park, price $6. So a uh, 2.1 mile ride for about $6. But we were not going super fast. We were kind of cruising. We, we were going the speed of somebody not on an e-bike. <laughs> $6 though for two miles. Yeah. That's, that's pretty expensive. A bus pass is... 250? A day pass is five. A day pass is five. Huh. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's something to think about. That's the Salmon Street Fountain in the background. We're on the waterfront. It's a lovely summer evening in Portland. There are a lot of families here and a lot of, a lot of people with little kids. Not really playing in the fountain, but kind of around. I don't know if folks are tourists or if they're people who live here, but um, yeah, it's kind of nice to see all the folks out with their kids. Ooh, and someone in a like fancy outfit is getting her picture taken kind of in, in the fountain. <laughs> She's got an excellent pose going on. <laughs> I'm now realizing that Guthrie and I are going to need to do dramatic poses in, in front of the fountain. That seems to be a requirement for being here at the waterfront. I didn't know. And so part of this that's really pretty interesting is that um, you're not even really supposed to have these scooters in Waterfront Park, but this is a really fantastic place to ride a scooter. And there are a lot of people here on them. So there are a few different kinds of scooters in the program. There are ones that are sort of like a, kind of like a skateboard with a handle except they're electric but then there are these bolt ones where you kind of straddle I guess the I don't know the battery pack and I don't know it's a smaller platform I don't know if those are scarier and then we're watching lots of folks having problems getting some some of these scooters activated oh and then there are also some scooters that have these little seats little seats on them all sorts of different kinds of scooters um, we just started scootering. We live on the waterfront, so we use them like every day. We're kind of on them just either going down the waterfront or going to different restaurants and checking things out. I don't have to deal with parking, so I'm more, more, you know, we've been going to the Pearl District and stuff where normally I would avoid that because the parking is very hard mm -hmm. to find. Um, so we, yeah. Yeah. And then you said that you, um, just before we started recording, you said that you were paying by the minute, but you changed, so now you have the pass? Yeah. We have a weekly pass, mm -hmm. so unlimited rides for a week. Yeah. How, what's the price of that? Do you know? Um, it's $29.99 for a week. Otherwise, it's $0.34 cents a minute. But then they charge you every time you, like, change rides. They, like, put a freeze on your card, um, and it can get pricey. Yeah. yeah. So you learned that the hard way? Yeah. <laughs> Her and my niece rode around town for a while and I had like $200 in charges on my card. Oh my gosh. That's so stressful because you want, 
you know, yeah, you want to be like moving around town, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but so, would you? How does it compare then to getting in your car and driving someplace? Uh, well, I mean, it's just easy, especially when it's nice out. It's easy. We can just go, since we have the pass, we can reserve them. We can park them and pause them so nobody else can get on them. Um, we don't have to deal with just the downtown traffic and the lights. And I think we can get around. I mean, we pretty much, they go 15 to 16 miles an hour, which is about what you drive anyways when you're hitting every single light. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty similar. Um, and I don't have to worry. Our parking is um, two blocks from our apartment. So... We don't have to do that. We can just go outside of our apartment. Usually there's at least a scooter or two that are outside. You're like the dream use case for these scooters, aren't you? <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's fun. I was scared at first to get on, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fall. Like, I'm going to be the one that falls. But no, I haven't, you know, they're super easy to ride and they're just really fun. My daughter's the one that got me into it and mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, now, and now she's hooked, right? Yeah. Would you want to talk to us? So what is your take on the scooters? Um, the scooters are like really fun. Um, it, it they are really convenient to um, get around like anywhere in Portland. Um, but the one thing that mostly sucks is um, like where the waterfront is, or like if back there up there, um, there's like some places that you, it will slow you down because like you're in a certain area that you have to go a certain speed. So that kind of sucks because, like, um, when we're coming down from the waterfront, it will slow us down. So, like, it will take a little bit to, like, get down to here. Okay, right. So it's trying to temper your speed and not let you go as fast as you want because people are around, I guess. Is that – or because – Yeah, there's – it's called no-ride zones. Yeah. So, like, the whole waterfront is a no-ride zone. So it'll slow you down um, to like 10 miles an hour. So, but you'll be like full speed and then all of a sudden it, it like jerks you and slows you down. And then there's a couple parks that are up a little bit further and um, it'll tell you like you've entered a restricted area. They're going to turn off your throttle. <laughs> so it's, that's probably the biggest, you know, like the biggest downfall is that there's some restrictions because if you can ride a bike on the waterfront, why can't you ride the scooter? Um, that to me that doesn't really make sense I think scooters take up a little bit less room than a bike does um, and then our friend actually the other night his money ran out on another scooter another brand and it actually told him when he was trying to figure it out it told him if he touched the scooter again it would call the police <laughs> stop moving the scooter without unlocking it first or I will call the police Uh, that happened to me once. I was um, moving a scooter like it was in a way that was like blocking a crosswalk. So I moved it and it started like yelling and shrieking at me that I was stealing it. And it was so rude because I was trying to keep it from getting like run over and blocking the way. So yeah, he was just trying to he was literally just trying to like reload it and figure out what happened. And it was like, you know we are going to call the police. And I was like, what? I've never heard one say that before. So it was a little, we were a little caught off guard, but yeah, yeah we've had friends that have kind of come down to the area to visit. We get them on the scooters and then they love it. And they're like, we got to come back down here and ride the scooter. So it's fun. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you so much. And, and what's your name? Kayla. Okay. So Charity and Kayla. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have such a great night. Thanks for chatting with us. So this is kind of interesting. Um, Guthrie and I are standing at this like bank of scooters 
and we've now seen two different groups of folks come up and basically swap out scooters. So they weren't like ending their ride, they were basically seeking out a new one because something was wrong with one of the ones that they were using. I don't know if it was running out of power or what. So um, the fact that like both groups of people that we've already seen in this short time getting scooters were basically replacing them because something was wrong. Yeah, and there are scooters by three different vendors here. It looks like one vendor has about six scooters, the other has about four scooters, and the additional vendor has probably like 12 or 13 scooters. So if you take like, I don't know, 20 scooters roughly. I didn't notice, they, they we won't say their name, but it ends with Erd is one of the ones that uh, just got swapped out. <laughs> <laughs> not, not naming any names. But uh, I, we haven't noticed a full trend yet. So there are two people who are uh, kind of hanging around on the other side of the crosswalk and they look like they may be returning scooters. So maybe they will have some light to shed on the scooter experience. Ooh, they are looking. Okay, so they did ride by, but one person looked at the scooters like they wanted to switch it out. <laughs> like they were considering. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. He was, he was checking out the alternatives. Wow. We, have a, we have a whole thing. Okay, so can you tell me your names? Shayla, Samara. Tiara. And are you all um, from Portland or? No, we're visiting from Seattle, originally from Los Angeles. Gotcha, okay, and so you are out here on the waterfront and you have scooters, how yes. are they? They're great, they're fast, they've been very well charged upon use, that's been good. And not too pricey for a group of three, so we're down. Mm -hmm. how, how, I mean, how much have you been riding them? Um, we started to ride them a little bit yesterday, but today we're really like going around and riding around. And it's really fun because you could get to places fast and there's bike lanes so you can avoid traffic through the sidewalks. And yeah, it's, it's pretty nice scenery. So, and these are very efficient. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I like using them a lot. Yeah. And um, do you feel like you're seeing the city in a different way than you would? Yes. Um, it's awesome to be able to get around this downtown area, especially with how many hills there are yes. um, and how quick it is to actually get around with these things. So we're able to cover more landscape. In the big cities, this is a great opportunity. I've done this in other cities before, yeah. so. Great, okay, so what's been the best part of your trip so far? The food and the scooters and the <laughs> hotel. The food and okay. the scooters, for sure. The food and yeah. the scooters. And now the waterfront, honestly. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. really nice here. Yeah. What I think, think, personally, <laughs> oh, Powell's books. oh yeah, Powell's <laughs> books, if you're not a bookworm, you're probably not gonna care about this, but, Powell's books is like really good and there's used books and they're cheap and some of them are pricey because they're not used, but they're new, so that's good. But I think the scooters have been my favorite part because there's a lot of potholes and like cracks. Not a lot, but there's some. And the scooters, like, you don't really have to worry about that. Obviously, you're still gonna wanna try to avoid them, but in the parts where you can't, you don't fall. Like they're pretty, they're really sturdy and safe for me. That's great, yeah, that's great. I have a bad knee, so I've been like, oh but feeling very safe and very sturdy. That's great. Yeah. Well, I have one more question. Can I get a picture of you all? Yes. Okay. Oh, oh you have more to say. Yeah. I want to hear it. Um, so it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, it's your birthday tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Thank you. 
that's exciting. So is this your birthday trip? Mm-hmm. Oh. So yes. I came over because I saw you all doing a whole entire photo shoot yes. out here. <laughs> this is my birthday tomorrow. And I just graduated my master's. So yes, this is my birthday trip. The Sprocket Podcast is produced in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review and tell your friends about us. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text 503-847-9774. Twitter and Instagram at Sprocket Podcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Hurtbird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Cameron Lean. Richard Wazenski, Tim Mooney, Glenn Kubish. Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen-Miller, Chris Smith. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Marco Lowe, Rich Otterstrom, Drew the Welder. Anna, Andre Johnson, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of The Regrainery. Campsite, Mac Nurse David, Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay, Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel. E.J. Finneran, Brad Hipwell, Thomas Skadow. Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson. Ryan Tam, Jason Oftenberg, David Moore, Todd Grossbeck. Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Chris Barron. Sean Baird, Simon Pace, Gregory Braithwaite. Dude Luna, Emma Rooks, Philip M. Spartandale, Mr. T, who never really left, Bike Initiative Keweenaw, Sarah G. Adam D, Go Dig a Hole, Beth Hammond. Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez, Oso. Isaac M, Byron Patterson, Kirsten Graham. Aaron G, Rachel Moline, Jimmy Diesel. Christopher Barnett, and our newest sponsor, Jonathan Lee. And thanks to all our former supporters who helped us along the way. And thanks for helping us buy cool stuff so we can go do recordings like this. Now brush your teeth. And go to bed. <laughs>